Hey there, this is Jessica Stewart, and you are listening to Finding Your Calm with Your Teenager, episode number 35. Anyone out there struggle to remain calm when dealing with your teenager? It's certainly been something that I have struggled with in my parenting journey, so that's what I'm here to help you with. This podcast will give you really practical advice and tips to remain calm when dealing with your teenager, because I truly believe if you can remain calm when doing this, you can remain calm in pretty much any situation. So listen in and enjoy. Hello and welcome. Uh, If you're a first time listener, welcome to the podcast. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I appreciate you taking the time to hear my messages and my thoughts on how to be calm when dealing with your teenager. And today I am returning to the topic of worrying because I think that it is such a joy stealer, really, and a time suck from our parenting journey and really from our whole life journey. And so if you haven't listened to my previous episode about, uh, it's titled, What If Worrying Wasn't Necessary? And it's episode number 10. After this episode, go and check it out. It's not like it's a prerequisite for listening to this episode or you won't get this. It's just a different perspective on worrying and a bit about my own personal journey with worrying as a habit. That's how I really describe it. And framing it that way has helped me to really understand it as something that isn't, I don't see it anymore as an emotion, like I saying I'm worried, for example. I think of it more as an actual habit that is really unproductive. And I also discuss a little bit in that episode, which I'm going to discuss a little bit today as well, it really as the idea of worrying as parents is what we're just kind of offered. And what that does is sort of normalize worrying as just something that's inevitable for being a parent. And that really, if you are a good parent, you should be worried about your kids all the time. And that... I way of thinking about it really has kind of done me a disservice and kind of made it feel almost weird when I'm trying not to worry about my kids. But I also have seen that we're like not worrying about my kids or my well, now adult children as much as I used to. It doesn't mean I care less about what's going on. It doesn't mean I do less. It just actually really means that I am less anxious overall. And so I think that is a really good thing. So um, I would offer today in this episode that I'm going to give you three steps that you can use to actually reduce your worrying significantly. And if you practice these things, it will really help you notice more when you are worrying and be able to step out of it a little bit sooner each time. And I just kind of mentioned that practicing is how we get good at anything. And so getting out of the habit of worrying can be seen as a skill that we can learn and something that we can practice, which I also feel helps us from believing that we're just a worrier and we're doomed to worry for the rest of our lives. 
So the three steps I'm sharing today are actually not original from me. Over the years, I've listened to a lot of um, different podcasts and watched a lot of different webinars about anxiety and about worry because that's what my struggle has been for most of my life. But I have gotten probably the most out of listening to Dr. Judd Brewer and he is a neuroscientist and he does a lot of research in the area of worry and anxiety habit loops. And so this work or these three steps are really from him. And though if so, if you want to dive into this work more, I would suggest that you go and listen to, um, to him. He has some meditations and talks and a whole course actually on Insight Timer, which is an app that you can, there's a free version and you can also pay to get more access to things, but it is just a treasure trove of talks and meditations and things on all these emotional things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. So that is a resource that I use frequently. And these three habits are actually, or not three habits, but these three uh, steps are taken from one of the talks that's actually on Insight Timer. So I'll just be sharing it with you, adding some of my own insights in along the way, but you could definitely go and re-listen to that. It's definitely worth it. So the first thing that you would do when you're noticing you're worrying is really just catch yourself doing it. So notice it and identify it and, and name it. So when you are worrying, you just can sort of name it out loud. So he just advises to say, oh, I'm worrying. I notice that I'm worrying right now. And just that catching yourself in the act kind of brings that awareness to the fact that you are doing it. And so what I like to think about is when I'm sitting there worrying, what I actually look like is just a person who's like kind of my eyes are darting around. I'm not really doing anything. I just am spinning in my head on fear and uh, uncertainty about some future event. And I'm just spinning and I'm trying to solve it. And with worry, we are feeling like we're doing something because it feels it it's like a habit and it feels like an action, but we're not really getting anywhere. So all it looks like is just me kind of sitting there looping in my brain. And that's what he actually refers to anxiety and worry as sort of habit loops that just go around and they're circular thinking in your brain. So just notice it catch yourself doing it. And the next step is to ask yourself some questions about it. And we've talked on more on podcasts before that it's helpful to have some good questions to ask yourself because then you can really uncover what's actually going on. So in step two, you are going to ask yourself the question, what am I getting from this? And another way to look at that is what is worrying feel like in your body? So this is also sort of noticing, but noticing more as it pertains to how is it solving the problem for you? So is the worrying actually helping you come up with a effective solution to the problem that you're thinking about dealing with? Is it, um, is it getting you closer to 
feeling calmer about this, the whatever you're thinking about. And you can, you're going to have to use your head a little bit to think about the answer. But also in this step, you want to check in with your body. Like how does worrying actually make you feel? And for myself, it usually always, actually, I'm going to say it always makes me feel more anxious. And then it's just a loop of creating more and more and more anxiety. So that's what the check-in with your body is. And for me, anxiety can feel like just sort of a tightness in the chest. And it feels like more contracting than it feels like sort of opening up and expansive and your brain's able to come up with better solutions. You're not able to come up with solutions in this phase because again, your brain is just spinning on something that potentially could happen in the future. Okay. So the questions to ask in this step are, what is the result of the worrying? And what am I getting from this? Does it solve the problem? And also what does worrying feel like in your body? Now, The really important thing to note here, and this is true for anything, any habit that you want to change, is we only really change habits or things we're doing when we actually can see how it's not rewarding for us or how it's actually harming us. If we think that the habit is helping us, which for a while you think that worry is helping you because you feel like you should do it because a good parent's worry, and you maybe feel like you're being productive when you worry, or also worry can help you from, it can prevent you from taking action on something that you're actually afraid of doing. And that's not really helping you, but in your brain, it's like, yes, I'm trying to protect you from the big bad world out there. But when we actually see how the, this habit is detrimental to us, then that's when we start to change or we can actually shift the behavior. And you can sort of take this one step further and use it in other examples of other habits that you wish to change. So say you want to stop an overeating or you want to stop drinking excessively or say you want to stop doing taking drugs. The when you feel like it's something that's helping you, you will not be motivated to change. And also nobody will be able to just tell you, well, you should do that and then you'll automatically just change. Change only comes about when you feel that whatever you're doing is actually harming you or working against you or it's not giving you the rewards that you were getting before. Okay, so that's step two. Now step three. And we've talked about this before with many other things that we think about uh, in our thought patterns as parents or as people, human beings in general, but try to get yourself or interrupt the pattern of worrying by stepping out of it into a different way of thinking about the situation. So whatever you're worrying about, try wondering about it instead. And this brings about... Um, sort of the the feeling or the thought about being curious about what's actually happening. So, the recommendation here is is worrying feels like oh this what's happening like this this is going to go really bad and everything's going to go wrong and da-da-da, and it's that spinning kind of talk that you do or the self talk, but with wondering and with curiosity, you're more like hmm what's happening here like. I wonder why I'm having this worry pattern about this particular 
situation? What am I thinking is going to happen here? What's the worst case scenario? Is there anything I can do about this right now? So just asking with kind of the spirit of curiosity instead of that spinning kind of habit loop situation that's happening. So those are the three steps and you can use this over and over again and it won't banish worry immediately and it is something that you would need to practice. But if you start with catching yourself worrying, so I'm just going to review step one is catch yourself worrying, notice it, identify it, name it. Step two is ask yourself, what is the result of the worrying with the situation you're thinking about? Plus, how does it feel in your body? And step three is try wondering instead of worrying, which is using curiosity instead of using the worry. So this is work that's well worth doing. Again, I'm going to remind you to check out episode number 10 that goes along nicely with this episode as well. And just that investigation of how worrying is working against you. And I think I said in that episode as well, worrying pretends to be necessary. We think it's helping us, but it really is sucking energy, sucking joy, sucking time from our lives. And another practice that I'm going to add in, which is something that I did create this one on my own. And I just began to notice because I am what maybe you would call a wake up worrier. Like I wake up and because my habit of in my brain, usually I have well-worn habit patterns of looking for what I have to worry about that day, I will immediately kind of search in my brain for what it is that I'm, I need to worry about in the day ahead. And what I've begun to do is notice or try to remember. So at the end of the day, I will kind of revisit what my worry thoughts were in the morning. And I will think about that and think, okay, what that I worried about in the morning actually came to pass throughout the day? Did I really need to spend that time worrying about it? Or was the, did the resolution happen? How did it go? Was I able to handle it? And what this has done for me, and you can try it as an experiment yourself, is it's given me some evidence that the worry is not in fact productive at all and not in fact helpful at all for me to help me during my day. It will just create more anxiety about the situation ahead. So it's almost like when I remember that, I grab evidence for that, it gives me a reason to sort of actively not worry about something. So what I find myself doing is I will, my because my habit is sort of to generally go towards something, a worry thought, I find that worry thought for a moment, but then I say, I'm going to actively just not worry about this right now. I'm just going to trust that I will be able to handle it when the time comes. I actually have to tell myself that. I'm actively not going to worry about this right now. And you can play with that and see if it helps you, but it has helped me to just kind of remember uh, trust. So it's almost like you can say the opposite of, of worry is trust. I think trust is kind of the opposite of uh, other things as well. But um, just trusting that 
you will be able to handle what comes up when it comes up instead of spiraling about about potential things that can happen in the future. Okay. So I just want to remind you that I do uh, life coaching sessions as well. And I am offering starting in March, I have some spots available for a free six week coaching program for helping you as you parent your teenagers. And so if you are interested in being a part of that, then we can jump on a consult call and see if this that might be something that you would want to do. And I will put the details in the show notes, which is just basically my email address. You can just email me and we can set up a time to meet over Zoom just to discuss whether this might be something that you would be interested in. So I thank you for listening and I would like to hear back if you found any of these things helpful if you tried any of them and you were successful with any of them or they help reduce your worrying because I really would like to ease the worry struggle of so many people because it is so helpful all right thanks for listening talk to you soon thank you so much for listening I have something to offer you and that is a video that I have made to help if you've ever lost it on your teenager. And I made this video because I think this is something that we all struggle with as parents or caregivers of teenagers. We all struggle with it as parents or caregivers of children of any age, really. And I made the video to explain why we do this, what to do if it's happened to you, and just to give you some support with this situation and release the shame and blame of it all and I hope that you find it so helpful. So how do you get it? If you go to the show notes of the podcast and click the link that says grab your free video here, it will take you to a page to sign up and the the video will be delivered straight to your inbox. So I hope you enjoy it and have a great day.